So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's Red Perak, Yutes Pasuk Lamed Hey, the learning tonight should be as Chosli Lunishmasa Bechil Mechel Ben Asher and Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as as Chosfu Fushlema of Mosh Ben Miram, Yosef Menach Menchava, Yom Tov Ben Zlatamasha, and Shmuel Dei Ben Rivka Fega. So we learned previously that David extends an offer to Barzilai Hagiladi to accompany him back to Yerushalayim, to stay in Yerushalayim and always have a place at David's table. This was as a repayment for the uh, support and the provisions that Brazilai had provided for David and his men during the rebellion when David was forced to leave Yerushalayim. So in Pasuk Lamed Hei, Brazilai politely declines David's offer. So Pasuk Lamed Hei, Vayomer Brazilai Elamelech. So Brazilai says to the king, How many years do I have left to live? That I should accompany the king to Yerushalayim. Pasuk Lamed Zayin, Ben Shmoinim Shona Noichi Ayoyim, I am 80 years old today. Ha'eda Ben Toiv Lara. Can I tell the difference between good and bad? If your servant does, your, can your servant taste the food that he eats or that he drinks? Can I even hear the music that's sung by male and female singers? So why should your servant be a burden any further on the king? So Barzillai declines by telling David says Rashi, that he's too old, he doesn't have long to live, and therefore he's not going to be able to enjoy the uh, hospitality that David is extending to him. And Rashi also says that uh, he's saying that I can't tell the difference between good food and bad food, so I'm not even going to appreciate, forget about the length of time, but I'm not even going to appreciate the small uh, measure of good food that you are trying to to um, to repay me with. The Abarbanel says that Brazile was saying to David that if you're trying to feed me good food, im yitam, I lost my taste buds. And if you want me there as an advisor, can I tell the difference between good advice and bad advice? I can't. I don't even know a good idea from a bad one. And so therefore, to, as far as the invitation to, to come and, 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 live, and live near you and be an advisor, I wouldn't be a productive advisor either. I cannot discern good advice from bad advice. So basically, Barzila is saying that A, I don't have long to live, and B, I won't be able to appreciate it during that time anyway. The Malbim says that Barzile was saying that because he doesn't have a long period of time to live, because he's already um, he's already so old and the, the reward would not take place for any lengthy period of time, it's not appropriate to be Matriach the king. In other words, if if Barzile had a long time to live and Dava would be able to repay him for a lengthy period of time, fine. So then Barzile is saying, fine, then I could uh, potentially burden you because then you'd actually be able to repay me in something substantial. But because it's only going to be for a short period of time, it's not worth the king's, uh, uh, it's not worth bothering the king just to be able to repay me for a short period of time. The Benalitim explains Barzile's argument that Barzile was saying that as people get older, they don't, they're not able to use their full mental capacity for enjoying the Gashmias as well as the Ruchmias. They, they have to pick and choose where they use their mental capacity. So if they're going to enjoy spiritual matters, if they're going to delve into education and thoughtfulness, then they're going to have to neglect uh, uh, good, like things like good food and good music and vice versa. If they're going to uh, entertain and, and live the good life, then they're going to have to give up something in terms of spiritual or in terms of education. And so Barzile was saying, it's a hefzit for myself. If I'm going to sit there and partake of your food and listen to your music, then I'm by, by, by default, I'm going to have to give up some of the, um, 
some of the higher education or some of the more spiritual pursuits that I would like to dedicate myself to at this time. And so therefore, I have to pick one or the other. I'd rather not go to the king and not partake of the food. And in that way, have my mental capacity to be able to partake in higher education and spiritual matter. The Gemara in Shabbos brings down our Pasuk and says from here that you see that as people get older, their Das becomes uh, um, weaker person loses his ability to think logically, as well as a person's uh, mouth loses its ability to taste, and he loses the ears, lose the ability to hear because of all these faults that Barzillai is saying, or the breakdowns of Barzillai's body that he refers to in the Pasuk. Rav says, however, that Barzillai was a liar, and he really just wanted to get out of accompanying David, so he made up these excuses, but really they weren't true. Because Ralph says that the maidservant of Rebbe was 90 years old and she used to taste the food to see if it had enough salt and if it was cooked properly. So therefore, Rav learns that Barzillai was lying. Rava learns that it's not true, that Barzillai was telling the truth. I, what about Rebbe's maidservant? So Rava says there's a difference. Barzillai was full of zima. He used to engage in znus, a lot of znus, and the Gemara says that someone who engages in znus gets old very quickly, causes a person to age prematurely, and so for that reason, Barzillai was suffering from old age, whereas perhaps the maidservant of Rebbe was not. The Gemara ends off by saying, saying that wise people, as they get older, increase in wisdom, whereas foolish people, as they get older, increase in their foolishness. We're a little over a week away from Purim, and so there's a beautiful vart brought down by the Siach Yitzchak, which ties our Pasuk into the Megillah, and I just want to mention it for a couple of minutes. So the uh, Sefer Siach Yitzchak, which is Reb Yitzchak Weiss, he brings down our Pasuk and he explains a question in the Megillah. Why did Achashverosh not have singers? Why did he not have music by the party? He had everything else, every kind of delicacy and wine and, and um, enjoyment. Why did he not have music? So he explains from our Pasuk that Barzillai is saying the following. Barzillai is saying that he couldn't appreciate music. And not only that, but he ends off, he's saying, I'm going to be a burden, meaning I can't appreciate the music and I'm going to be a burden. So the Maram Shif explains over there in the Megillah that was it was according to the desire of every person. If someone wanted certain types of food, if someone wanted certain types of wine, nobody was forced. I'm sorry, there was nothing forced. Everything was based on what a person wanted. Now, if you're offered a food or a delicacy or a wine and you don't want it, you simply say no thank you and you move on. However, if there's music playing, you can't avoid the music. It's hitting your ears. Every type of music, says the Maram Shif, is going to be pleasing for some and going to be disturbing for others. That's why there's so many various types of music. Not everybody likes every type of music. And so there was no way to get one type of music that was going to please everyone. And in fact, the music that people would find disturbing would not only turn them off from the music, but would turn them off from the Suda as well. So based on this, he's saying that if Achshverosh were to play music that was going to turn some people off, they were going to lose their appetites, and the idea was for people to enjoy themselves with their delicacies and enjoy themselves at the party, and so for that reason, Achshverosh could not have music because by default, they would have turned some people off, they would have lost their appetites. So based on this, Revice explains that Barzillai is saying, I don't want to go up to Yushalayim because if you're going to have music playing there, I am not going, I potentially am going to lose my appetite. I have no interest for hearing the music, and what happens is it's going to be a burden on me, and the fact that I'm 
not able to taste. And that's why, by Zilai, if you look at his Pasuk, he says, If you're going to have music playing, I can't eat and listen to music. I'm going to lose my appetite. LMI, you're going to turn off the music. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to be a burden on the king. So he, Revais uses the Maram Shif on the Megillah to explain our Pasuk of what exactly Barzilai's argument is, a little nice tie-in to the Megillah.